Hi, welcome to the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. My name is Hayley and I am the founder of Lift and Glow Fitness. I help women lose fat, build strength and glow with confidence without having to cut out the food and the social life that they love. I am all about living your best life while reaching your goals. My mission is to help as many women as possible look and feel their best without having to sacrifice their enjoyment of life. I know what it feels like to ban yourself from food, take fat loss pills and do really restrictive dieting and I want to help women move away from that and help them feel good while looking good. I really hope that you enjoy this episode and if you have any questions at all or you'd like to know more about how to work with me, just send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is at PT. Enjoy. Hi girls, I hope we are all okay. Um, so we are here for this week's check-in. It is a little bit delayed this week because obviously I was sick on Monday. Well, I've been sick for about a week. It was a really, really heavy flu. Um, if you know me, if you know me well, you'll know two things about me. The first thing is I don't get sick very often. I'm not somebody who gets sick a lot. Um. I've got a strong immune system, always have. Most of my family are the same. Um, so when I get sick, uh, I can't handle it. <laughs> and I have had a really bad flu. Honestly, I am not being dramatic when I think when I thought I was gonna die because my whole body was in pain um and shivering, even though my heating was on full blast. It was just horrific. And um, the second thing is, if you know me well, you will know that I am an absolute workaholic. I am addicted to working. So taking time off is so painful for me. Um, Even with being sick, I got bad guilt. I did not feel good um, for not working. But we're back. So I'm feeling better and I'm feeling <laughs> feeling alive again. Um, so I wanted to make sure that I got your check-ins in because I am not I'm not okay with just missing a week. Like it's I'm not okay with it. Um, it was really stressing me out on Monday when it, when I couldn't work. Um, I was on strict orders to not work. Um, because I really was not well. But we move. It's all fine. The majority of the flu is gone, and I'm just a little bit bunged up. Um, nasally, and I've got a bit of a cough, but I feel a million dollars in comparison to what I did feel. So I'm happy to be back. I've been back in the gym training clients this morning. I will not be training myself until next week because my chest is not in a good place. So if you have also got this vile flu, and I am so sorry because I did give it to a couple of the girls um last week and they are very sick now. Um, but if you do get this vile flu, please stay out of the gym. Please stay away from everybody. Do not make anybody else sick. Um, and because it's very bad on your chest and very heavy on your chest, you're going to have to take a rest from training. Don't feel guilty about it. Don't feel guilty about taking time off work. Don't be me. Uh, don't cry about it. I cried multiple times um, like over the last week just because I'm just so not used to being unwell and I'm so not used to letting people down. Um, so it's not been fun, but we're back and I'm and I'm so excited and thrilled to be back. Um, okay, so I only got 20 check-ins. Um, this week, which was a little bit surprising because I normally get a lot more. So I don't know where everyone is. And if you listen to this and you didn't check in, then I better see one from you next week because I was really surprised that I only had 20. But we still got some really good questions, some really amazing wins from the community. So 
I'm going to fly through the wins. Um, I've just highlighted a few rather than going through absolutely everybody's. I've just highlighted a few, which I think are extra good. Um, and I'm sorry if I don't mention yours. Um, just keep them coming. I will mention you at some point. Do not worry. Um, first of all, I want to welcome the lovely Danielle into the community. Danielle has had her first week and her win is being so motivated. She said she's really enjoyed it. Her steps and her calories have been hit all week and she got two workouts in and she got another one planned for today, which was obviously when she checked in, I think on Sunday. Um, so welcome, Danielle. Well done for hitting, hitting the ground running. I'm really glad that you're enjoying um, the Confidence Club so far. Remember to reach out if you need me for anything. Motivation's always high at the start and it all kind of tends to tail off after like three, four weeks, I find, is the time when people fall off the edge of the cliff. So when you get to that point and things start feeling a little bit difficult, make sure you reach out, make sure you use me, use the rest of the community. That is why we are here. Catherine is celebrating getting her steps in every day, even though she's had a bad week generally. Lauren is another new member. Welcome, Lauren. She said that she managed to get her steps in a protein target each day. She's felt much happier and much more motivated than she has in years. And that is really lovely to hear. So thank you for that, Lauren. Faye has got a really good win. Hers is feeling great in a bikini again. And that is such a lovely feeling, like to to be able to bounce around in a bikini and feel confident, especially when you live somewhere like Dubai and you're expected to be in a bikini a lot because of how hot it is. Um, I'm sure that that feels amazing, Faye, and you really do deserve it because you've been working hard, you've been consistent, um, you really have been smashing it. It's all about those small improvements that you've been making while you've been in the Confidence Club, so well done and very proud. She said that she hasn't worn a bikini in years. She's always worn costumes to hide her stomach, but she's feeling really confident in herself again. I feel like you're going to make me cry. I'm still not emotionally all there, by the way, after being sick. Um, I am crying at the drop of a hat. So I've got tea as well. <laughs> I'm fucking welling up because fake and wear a bikini. What's wrong with me? Um, Georgia said that she got a workout in and it's 10K steps. She even did a fourth workout today because she knew she would struggle getting three in next week. <laughs> well done, George. Um. Lauren said she got a 20-day streak on her 10K steps. Now, the app is amazing for this. If you're someone who loves, like, like that level, that that ticking off something works really well for a lot of people. Um, and building up those streaks, like, you really don't want to break the streak. Um, and Lauren has not broke a streak for 20 days on 10K steps. So, well done for ticking off that habit. Well done for getting the 10K steps in for 20 days. That's amazing. Um, she saw, said she also upped her weight and she got four workouts in. So, a lovely active week from Lauren. Tony said that she's lost three kilos since starting. Well done very proud of you Tony and Tony's just been doing her steps and just being focusing on nutrition and um, she's not been doing the workout she's literally just been focusing on the things that really do make the biggest impact to the scales which is the nutrition and the steps and um, so well done Tony that's amazing work she also said she managed half term um well she had a pictures trip and she did not binge on sweets chocolate and pop popcorn she just managed it well well done i know that that's hard to do especially when you're always in the habit of being in the pictures and nailing loads of food breaking it can be difficult um so well done proud of you lucy's biggest win was accepting that she needed to go to maintenance for a few days and that it was okay for her to do that um she hit her 85k step average Holly said she enjoyed a day and a meal out drinking and she stayed within her calories while doing that. She said she went slightly over on the Sunday, but she's getting used to the calorie borrowing and realising what the future may want. 
again, this is going to make me well up because that's something that I always say. Think about the future you. What does the future you want? What are you trying to achieve? What would the future you be happy with? And Holly has got that future here in mind and it's helping her make good choices, which is exactly what we want. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, this thinking of the future you and making these changes, it does not happen overnight. It is hard. Um, and I know there's a few of you struggling. We'll, we'll hear more about it in the struggles with this self-discipline and with this self-control. And you know it, it just takes practice holly's been a member for a while and it's all now clicking um chloe has got an amazing win she said another strength one i could now conventional deadlift more than my body weight she said it doesn't seem like a big win but i'm gonna say uh, chloe this is a big win let's not minimize our wins that is a really big win if you can deadlift your body weight that's like one of the main like i always when I get new people in and we're focusing on strength um, and they're like, what should my goal be? I'm like, well, 100 kilo hip thrust is a, is a big goal. That always feels good. A body weight push up, body weight pull up, squatting your body weight and deadlifting your body weight are all really good, like things to work towards. Um, and clout, you've already got your pull ups and now you're deadlifting your body weight. So well done. It is a big win. It's amazing. Um, you said that you have been doing really well. You've pushed past the fear. Um, and you've deadlift your body weight well done and then Hayley said that she got two out of three workouts done she hadn't been doing any because she wasn't prioritizing it so notice the way she didn't make the excuse of not having time um, or you know she didn't make up an excuse she said she wasn't prioritizing it Um, so well done like you've actually acknowledged that it is within your control and you've made it happen um you said that you after listening to the podcast you knew it was you who was holding yourself back love it well done Hayley um okay so there's our wins out the way and we're going to move into the struggles um we've got a few I will whiz through them because we've also got quite a few questions um which I want to make sure that I answer for everyone without this being two hours long um <coughs> Oh, really sorry about the coughing. I know that must be annoying if you've got headphones in. Um, I don't know if you can hear as well. I've got like a crackle, which is like really frustrating and tickly. And I haven't brought a drink, which is annoying. Anyway, so we move. Struggles. The first one is Haley has basically just answered this person's struggle. And this person said, finding the time to fit workouts in. I've been concentrating on diet this week, but wanted to work out too. Need to properly schedule it in. So I've said this before on the podcast. We don't find the time. We cannot find the time. We have to make the time, okay? We have to look at all of the things that are going on in our lives, like work, sleep, looking after kids, walking the dog, uh, cleaning the house, um, doing the food shop. We have to look at all of the things, like actually write them down. Um, we can we can wing life. We can always wing life, but it doesn't mean we're going to wing it well, okay? And it doesn't mean we're going to get everything done all of the time. If I tried to wing life, I honestly would not get anything done. Planning has been the key to me being able to fit in as much stuff as I, as I do. Um, and I would not, I do not, in fact, I do not still get my workouts in if I don't plan it in, if I don't give my workout a day and a time at the start of the week, then they're not getting done because to me, work's more important. Um, or and and like, you know, I'll I'll get distracted getting stuck into something. So I need to give it a time. I need to let myself 
have that time and I have to plan it in like an appointment to myself and I have to make it a promise to myself to do it. We're always going to put ourselves at the bottom of the list. We're always going to put ourselves and our health at the bottom of the list. So we have to make sure we put it at the top of the list by planning it in. Okay. So you're not going to find the time. You've got to make it. So you need to spend time each Sunday planning. And I know I talk about this a lot. And if you're not already doing it and you're not finding the time to train, why are you not doing it? Why are you not doing it? Why are you like, this is the thing that is going to be the answer to your question is that if you're not planning each week, it's not going to happen. If you've got a busy life, you need to plan. Okay, so spend time each Sunday. I'm not messing. It takes me five minutes to plan my week. It does not take a long time. Um, Use a calendar or a written planner, whatever works best for your brain. For me, it used to be a written planner, but now I'm loving a colour-coordinated calendar. That Google calendar or colour-coordinated just does bits for me. I just love it. I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, this is just lovely to look at. It's lovely to follow. My phone reminds me where I need to be and what I need to do. If I'm stuck into something, it'll tell me 10 minutes before you, you've said you you promised yourself you were going to go to the gym. Like my phone's telling me. So I make it happen. Um, So spend five to 10 minutes. It does not need to take a long time. So make a plan and then Gail, stick to the plan. If your phone or your calendar or your diary is telling you it's time to work out, then you better fucking get dressed and work out. You're the only one who can make this happen, okay? Just because you plan it, you still need to be the one to make it happen. If you have a goal, if you are trying to achieve something, you've got to do the work to make that goal happen, okay? It's never going to happen accidentally. You're not just going to one day wake up and go, oh my God, I've just ended up at my goal. And it doesn't happen like that, you know what I mean? You have to do the work. So where you are now, between where you are now, and where your goal is, there's all this work that needs to be done. And that includes you showing up for yourself when you say you're going to show up for yourself. Think about the future you. What does the future you want? How does the future you act? Does the future you get up and do a workout? Does the future you snooze their alarm and cancel on herself again? Does the future you cook that healthy meal? Or does the future you go, oh, I can't be asked, I'm getting a chippy instead for the second time this week? You need to think about the future you and you need to take action on what that person wants, what you really want. Okay, you really want to feel confident. You really want to be in the best shape of your life. You really want to be fit. You really want to be healthy. Those are the things that you really want. Not doing it is you giving into instant gratification. It's you giving into the easy option, being, oh, can't be asked today. I'll do it tomorrow. It's never going to happen tomorrow. You have to make sure you plan it in and then stick to the plan. Okay. I can't make you do this. Only you can make you do this. And every single person within this community is 100% capable of making themselves do the work. You do not have no self-control. You do not have no self-discipline. You do not have no motivation. You can and you will do the work. You have to start making yourself do it. I promise you it gets easier over time, okay? 10 years ago, it was much harder for me to push myself to go to the gym than it is right now. Shit, even five years ago, it was much harder for me to push myself to go to the gym. It was much harder for me to make myself cook something than it is right now. It gets stronger, you get better, and you start realising when you actually do the thing you don't want to do, you feel fucking amazing for it. You feel amazing for it. When you've had that argument with yourself in your head for hours, I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it, I can't be asked, and then you actually do it, that feeling is amazing. Remember that feeling and make that feeling be what drives you to get your shit done, okay? So finding time is never going to happen. You're not going to find time. You have to make it plan, 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 
and then follow the plan, stick to it. Obviously, little things are going to come up every now and again. Like every now and again, you know, someone someone might call in sick to the gym, which means I have to move a workout, but it doesn't mean that I cancel the workout. It means that I move it, okay? It's still a promise that I've made to myself that I'm going to get them three in, so I have to get it done. Um, next struggle is I've really struggled with cravings again this week. I've given into them. I've loads of chocolate and a bottle of wine last night. Um, I got a spread from M&S that tastes like bueno. I had a spoonful. By the way, that sounds fit. Tell me what it is because I want to try that. Um, and I was gone. The whole jar was finished in four nights along with everything else. I'm fuming with myself. I have zero self-control. You do have self-control. You just need to use it. You're not using it, okay? The more you use it, the stronger it gets. Self-control and self-discipline is like a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it gets, okay? So you have to... Again, remind yourself of the future you. What does the future you want? Whenever I am, um, the, the, the self-discipline is basically choosing what you want most over what you want right now. What you want right now is the bottle of wine and the three share bags, okay? But what you want most is to feel confident, to feel healthy, and to feel amazing in, in your clothes. Um. And you have to remind yourself of that. We have to stop giving in to instant gratification. This world that we live in is just obsessed with instant gratification because of social media, because we can have everything just at the click of a finger. We don't, we're not used to waiting for things. We're not used to going through like spells of like discomfort um, and we need to get better at it. If you are somebody who cannot control yourself when you have one mouthful of chocolate or one glass of wine, then you might have to be someone who's going to have to stop having stuff like that in the house. Obviously, my way of doing things for me is if I'm craving something, I have a small amount, but I put a limit on it, right? Haley, you're going to have a chocolate bar, but when you have that chocolate bar, you got to shut up moaning and you're going to have to have fruit for the rest of the day. And I, and I have to stick to that. Sometimes, obviously, I have moments of weakness and I don't stick to it. But majority of the time, I give myself a limit and I stick to it because I know long term that's going to be the most beneficial thing for my well-being. And I know that after a big uh, overindulgence like this person, I always feel worse. This person is fuming with themselves and they're frustrated. That is because they gave in to all of that. They just carried on spiraling. It would have been enough for you to just have a handful of chocolate and a couple of glasses of wine. You would have felt much better. You'd have felt much more accomplished. You'd have felt proud of yourself for stopping and you still would have enjoyed that evening with the bit of chocolate and the bit of wine you don't need to go overboard all you are doing is sabotaging your progress we need to realize that you are the one in charge of your progress if you choose to drink two bottles of wine and three share bags that was your choice to do that and you can't feel bad about it because you chose to do it you have to make sure if you don't want to feel guilty, if you don't want to feel bad, then stick to what you say you're going to do. Make promises to yourself and keep them. You do have self-control. It's up to you to use it, okay? And if you are someone who can't have a jar of spread in the house or can't have chocolate in the house, then that has to be the what, what you do until you get yourself out the habit of it. Ideally, you want to be able to be at the point where you can have it in the house and you can say to yourself, this is my limit. I'm going to have a chocolate bar and then I'm going to stop. I'm going to have 250 calories worth of chocolate, then I'm going to stop. I'm going to have two glasses of wine, then I'm going to stop because that's what fits in me calories. If you don't track, so one of the things that I find is when people have these like 
overindulgences. I'm not going to call it a binge because, uh, you know, it's it's not a binge. Um, when people have these overindulgences, they they just go, oh, I'm not going to put it in my fitness pal because I don't want to see it. You need to put it in my fitness pal. That's going to make you realize the impact of what you actually did. So if you if you just go, right, I'm not going to put it in my fitness pal. I'm going to eat all of this, all of this, all of that. It still happens. Your body still took it in. It's still calories in. Whereas if you put it into my fitness pal and you see, hang on a minute, that's 5,000 calories. I'm actually not going to have that, that extra share bag. I'm actually going to stop at two glasses of wine. If it goes in my fitness pal, you will be so much more considerate with it. If you just let my fitness pal go and you go on to this mad overindulgence, then you're going to end up eating more. So it doesn't matter if those numbers go into the red. It doesn't matter if you go over your calories. Every single thing that passes your lips needs to go in. And if it was a 5,000 cal day, you'll look at all of the hard work you did all week and you'll see that you basically ruined it in that one day and you'll learn from that. You won't like seeing it. We do not like seeing the numbers in real life. If we shy away from my fitness pal, then it's basically not happened in our heads. But if you put it in there and you see the impact it's had on the week, you won't like seeing it and you will do something to stop it again. Um, so use my fitness pal, even when you are overindulging, even if you know you're going to go over your calories, put it in my fitness pal because you will be more considerate than if you weren't going to put anything in at all. <laughs> Next struggle is DOMS. Um, so someone did their first workout in months. Uh, well, Georgia, I think this was. Um, she used to train with me at Lift and Glow and she's moved to Australia. Obviously, we miss her very much. Um, but she said that she has done her first workout in months and she was in agony. She said that she was able to power through with steps and still get another workout done. Amazing. So remember, DOMS is completely normal. So DOMS is delayed onset of muscle soreness. So it's something that if you've had a break from training, you will get, you will feel sore. Uh, my advice is always when you've had a break from training to take it easy, don't go too heavy and um, don't try and lift what you lifted months ago. Just take it easy and just focus on the movement. Um, DOMS is a normal part of after coming back after a break. Um, if I'm off for a week or two, I, I get DOMS, still get DOMS if I change my program up. Now, you girls will all probably have DOMS next week when the program changes, um, but it's horrifically bad when you've had a big break from training. Um, so it's normal, but just remember more movement usually helps. We want to get blood flow into the muscles. So walking is something like if you've got sore, a sore body, the worst thing that you can do is not move again for the rest of the week. You need to keep moving. You need to flush those legs out, hot baths, loads of water, loads of protein to help the healing and um, movement, just loads of movement. Just even if it hurts, keep walking. You'll notice DOMS is worse in the morning and it's also worse when you sit down at your desk all day. Um, and that is because everything's stiffened up. We need to keep the blood flow. We need to like, get that oxygen to the muscles to help them heal. So DOMS is normal. It's to be expected, um, but just make sure you don't just sit around and wait for it to pass because it, it'll take much longer. Make sure you keep moving. Another workout always helps as long as you don't batter yourself with really heavy weights. Um, someone else's struggle said, chocolate, I'm finding myself wanting to eat snacks rather than a proper meal. I'm finding, I'm starting out good in the morning and then come late afternoon, it all goes downhill. I start craving sugar. Okay, so this is a sign that most likely you're not eating enough throughout the day to sustain your energy levels. When we start craving sugar, it's because we are not, our energy levels have basically plummeted, our sugar, blood sugar's dropped, um, and we're like, we need instant energy, we need an instant kick of energy, that's why we want sugar. So you're not eating enough throughout the day, you're not sustaining your energy well enough. Um, 
you said I'm finding myself wanting to eat snacks rather than a proper meal. I have never um had a day where I have not wanted to eat chocolate more than a meal. Okay. So that's just something that you just got to deal with because chocolate is amazing. It makes me very happy. But if I lived off it, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be healthy. Okay. And neither would you. So we what we want to make sure is that we have a clear meal structure and you are eating at times uh, and not spreading your meals out too thin and not under eating. So for example, if for breakfast you just have a bowl of cereal, you're going to be fucking starving again by 11 o'clock. Okay. What we want to be doing is having a really high protein, um, nutritious breakfast. So not just a banana and a protein shake. I'm thinking something like high protein yogurt, fruit, granola, or oats, have like a big bowl of protein porridge, don't have like a 200 cal breakfast, get something decent in your like 400, 500 calories of high protein breakfast. Um, and that will really help keep you full until lunchtime. And then maybe you just need a piece of fruit mid-morning to take you through till lunchtime. And then lunchtime, a high protein, stop cutting carbs, stop just eating soup, stop just eating salad. No wonder you're starving in the afternoon. You need something that has got carbs in, it's got protein in. So every single meal, when you sit down, you need to be thinking, where's the protein? Whether that be from yogurt, whey protein, eggs, turkey bacon, normal bacon, chicken, tuna, salmon, beef, um, anything. It you need to think where's the protein okay in every meal and then that's going to help with hunger and then also fiber so where's your fruit where's your veg where's the fiber in this meal um also things like oats and stuff like that they've got fiber and they can be really filling um and then also carbs like uh, carbs from oats carbs from fruit carbs from rice pasta wraps bread bread is not bad stop cutting out bread um and what are you actually eating? I would, for this person, I would really look at what you are eating. Breakfast and lunch, it's obviously not sustaining you well enough. You need to keep your energy well managed throughout the day. And that means eating decent sized meals. So not just having um, a low carb, low protein breakfast, like like literally just a piece of fruit or whatever people have. Um, and or, or even just toast, you're going to feel starving again after a couple of pieces of toast. Have something that's high in protein, have something that's got lots of fruit in it, that's going to really fill you up. Um, and then for your lunch, again, something high in protein, something that's got a big, de a decent amount of fruit or veg in, and then also some carbs as well to help sustain you. If you are craving sugar in the afternoon, it's because you are not managing your energy. So you need to eat bigger meals. Stop saving all of your calories for tea time. You need to spread it out well. If your calorie target is like, say, for example, 1700 is most people's calorie target because that's what works for most women. So if it's 1,700 and then say you take off about 400 for snacks, um, so 1,700 take away 400 is, no, am I okay? Take away 400 is 1,300, okay, and then divide that by three. So you want to be looking at at least 400 calories per meal. Now, you can spread that out a little bit. Maybe you want 600 for your dinner but then you need to make sure that the rest is spread over your breakfast and your lunch. Don't just have 100 calories for your breakfast or a 200 calorie soup for your lunch because you want to have a big dinner because it's just going to lead you to cravings in the afternoon and it's just going to lead you to eating loads of, like having that moment of hunger where you just end up forgetting about the future you and you just end up eating everything. So you need to manage your energy better throughout the day in order to stop you from craving so much sugar later on. Um. 
Someone else mentioned that their struggle was that they thought the week had gone well, but there's been not much change on the scales. I don't feel like I've put weight on and clothes are fine, but unsure why weight not dropping. The scales will not drop every single time you step on them. That's an unrealistic expectation. Get that out of your head. Just because the scales don't move doesn't mean that you haven't lost body fat, okay? You may well have lost body fat. It's just that the scales haven't moved. You might there's loads of things that can affect scale weight. The scale weight is your total weight, including all of the water, all of the food um, that you've got in your body. So if you have et saltier, higher carb foods, if you are due on your period, if you are more stressed, if you've got DOMS, if you're struggling with sleep and stress, then you are you may not see a drop on the scales, even if you've done everything right, okay? That's fine. Do not obsess about... Um, the scales going down every week it's just an unrealistic thing they will go down some weeks and other weeks they won't and other weeks they might go up but then they'll drop back down again the thing that you need to focus on is showing up and doing the work if you show up and do the work stay within your calories hit your steps and do your workout there is no way that this will not work the scales will look after themselves, okay? The scales are going to look after themselves. You have to focus on the day-to-day. Stop obsessing over the scales because that's going to hold you back. You need to focus on what you're doing day-to-day. If you're doing everything right, there's no need to worry if the scales don't move. Just be patient because they will come down, okay? They will drop. You just need to make sure that you stay consistent with doing the work. Um. Okay, so we want to... Um, oh, this is another thing someone else said that they struggle saying no to snacks and work half the time. I'm not even hungry for them. If you're not hungry for them, start saying no. Why are you saying yes? Is this a people pleasing thing? Is this because someone's offering it and you feel rude to say no? It's absolutely not rude to say no. Just say no, thank you. That's very polite. Um, They might want the chocolate for themselves or whatever. I used to struggle with this in the office because there was always chocolate there and I felt like I was always sat by the chocolate um, and it was really difficult in the office. But once you start saying no, it actually becomes much easier. Just get that first one out the way and just start saying no. Start practicing saying no and it will get stronger over time. Remember the future you. Like you can't just go, oh, I just can't stop struggle saying no to snacks. Just start saying no. Okay, it is as simple as that. Um. We are in control of our decisions. We are in control of our behaviors. The fact that a lot of people think they are out of control is the reason that you're staying so stuck. You are in control and there's power in that. Like You are to blame for where you are and where you get to. And that's not to like make you feel bad. That's to put power into you. Like You are in control. You've got the power to get to where you want to get to. You just have to start using the tools like the word no. Okay, so it gets easier over time. All I can say to this person is say no. If you don't want something, if you're not hungry for it, say no. If if you're thinking, mm, yeah, I kind of do want it, put it in my fitness pal, see if it's worth it. Ask the ask your future you, is this something that's going to benefit me? If it's not, don't do it. If it's something that really is not going to make a big impact to your calories, then fucking have it and then shut up about it. <laughs> like it's it's fine. Okay. Um, so it's okay to have a little bit of chocolate if you can make it work in your calories. But if it's going to take you way over, then say no, because the future you wants you to reach your goals. Like you need to remember that you've got goals. You need to start practicing saying no if you want to achieve them. Okay, let's move on to questions. um this person said um self-control the best way to exercise it i think sometimes it's better to eat it all in one go so it's gone than to think about it being there um this makes no sense either way it's gonna get et 
um, you're better to eat a little a little bit each day than to eat it all in one go and completely like take yourself over those calories. Okay, so it um the mentality that you're in is an all or nothing mentality, and we need to get out of that because it's not saving you. It's not going to help you. It's actually keeping you stuck. So if you're all or nothing, that's why we are staying stuck. Because if you can only have you know ten chocolate bars or no chocolate at all, you, you really you're not learning any sort of balance or control around that thing we need to start remembering that you do have self-control you're you've just got to start using it if you want a book recommendation that literally changed my life it's called the power of self-discipline no excuses the power of self-discipline by brian tracy and it will show you that you are literally in control of your own life and it's up to you to make your own decisions and it's up to you to use that self-control to get to where you want to get to um, it is not better to eat it all in one go so that it's gone because you can just buy more chocolate tomorrow or someone else can buy you more chocolate tomorrow. It is better to learn that it is okay to have a small amount and then put it away in the cupboard. The chocolate is not going to like come and haunt you. Nothing bad is going to happen. Like just because it's in the cupboard doesn't mean that like doesn't mean you have to eat it. Um, you need to start getting better at that, and it's all it all comes with practice. If you are really really struggling, ask yourself like really, what benefit is it going to do me to eat that now? Can I not just have it tomorrow? I can look forward to it tomorrow. So I'll quite often, if I've got like a share bag or a share bar, I'll eat a bit and I'll be like, oh, I'm excited to eat the rest of that tomorrow. And I'll put it and I'll put it in the cupboard. And even though I really want to eat it now, I'll be like, tomorrow's me is going to be so happy that I've got that chocolate with a cup of tea. And then the next day's me is going to be so happy that I've got that with a cup of tea. Whereas once it's all gone, it's all gone. And that's all that, that's that, that's that little bit of joy gone for the next few days when really I can have a little bit of joy each day and I can have a little bit of that chocolate with a cup of tea and really enjoy it each day without feeling guilty, without feeling like I've blown everything up the wall. Okay. So um, it's not better to eat it all in one go. It's better to pr- start getting used to practicing that self-discipline. If you need someone to hide it from you, get them to hide it from you. If you want to put it on a shelf that you can't reach, put it on a shelf that you can't reach. Not on bad's going to happen to you if you don't eat it all. It's actually worse if you do eat it all. Use your self-control. You do have it. It's just up to you to use it. And the more you use it, the stronger it gets. Okay. Um, this might seem random, but does walking, pushing a pram decrease step count on your watch? Yes, it does. I have found that the route I previously did is picking up an average of 2000 steps less than it previously did. Yeah. So when you are holding a pram and walking, your hands aren't moving, are they? And obviously your watch is on your wrist. So I would say if you are doing steps with a pram, put the watch on your, on your ankle. Yeah. People might think that you're on tag, but you don't, you know that you're not, so it's fine. Um, so put your watch on your ankle if you're using the pram. Okay. Um, how should we track dumbbell weights in the app? Do we do the combined weight of two? No. If you are doing a dumbbell exercise, please just track one of the weights. It gets really confusing uh, when you start adding up the dumbbells. It's confusing for me to look at. Um, and there's just no need to do it. If I ever use a pair of dumbbells, I just track the weight of one dumbbell. You should be doing the same, okay? Um, Exercises and stretches to help with plantar fasciitis. If you go on YouTube um, and you search exercises for plantar fasciitis, you would be amazed at how many videos are on there. I can't remember the name of the lady, but there's a physical therapist who I send to everybody um, and she she comes up straight away. So just put, put into YouTube exercises, to help with plantar fasciitis 
and there will be tons that come up, okay? Um, why are the pounds not dropping as easily as they have in the past? Since Christmas, I can't seem to shift it. I'm following the plan. Um, so few different reasons. Maybe your calorie deficit is no longer working for you. Maybe you need to, um, maybe you have lost weight and you need to change, your calorie deficit needs to change. Maybe you need a little bit of a diet break. Maybe your adherence isn't as good as what it was um, before Christmas. Maybe there has been some sort of change elsewhere. Maybe you're not moving as much. Maybe you've moved jobs. Maybe you're more stressed. Um, there's all sorts of different things that can be at play here. One of the things that I would do is just send me a message and I will work out your calories again and we can go from there. Um, but I really would have a think about your adherence. Is there anything that you've changed? Are you going out more? Um, are you drinking more? Have you been not tracking as accurately? A lot of people, after a few months, their adherence drops off. So they think they're still tracking accurately, but they forget about things like oil. They start finishing the kids' sandwiches and not tracking it. Um, they start forgetting about that glass of wine that they had and they start becoming less accurate with the tracking, okay? And that is the biggest issue that I see when weight starts slowing down. It's most often not the calorie target. It's most often something that you're doing, like your tracking isn't as on point. You've changed something, like you're not doing as many steps. Maybe your workouts are not challenging enough. Um, all of these things, like we need to make sure that we are doing everything um when i say your workouts are not challenging enough lift heavier okay you should not be still using the same weights as you were using a year ago or even six months ago or even two months ago we need to make sure that we are progressing if you're at home you need to invest in, in equipment to make sure that you are challenging the body but in terms of dropping weight anyway it is about the calories and it is about your steps so it's either that you've lost weight and your calorie target is no more no no not sufficient for you anymore that needs to come down or your adherence is not working so you're doing something that is not being accounted for properly. So oil, alcohol, sugar, teas, coffees, milks. A lot of the time at the start of a journey, we can get away with these things. We can get away with being inaccurate with some things and the weight will still drop. But when we get to a point where we've lost a bit of weight already, the accuracy, we need to be even more accurate with tracking. So things need to be measured. Portions need to be measured. You know, we need to track those teas and coffees, those sugars, the alcohol. It all needs to be accounted for. Those meals out, it needs to be accounted for. So I really would question your adherence. I would question how accurate you're being with things. And if you have lost a chunk of weight on the current calories, it's probably time to bring them down a little bit. So get in touch with me if that is you. Um, okay, this is a really good question and one that I get asked a lot. Is it better to get 10 reps dead? Is it better to get 10 reps of an exercise or go up in weight and go for six six reps if a workout says six to ten? Also, what can you do to improve if there's only 2.5 kg gaps between my dumbbells? So some exercises I'm stuck on the same weight. Um, but my next dumbbell at the is 7.5. Okay, so two questions in that really. First one is if you've got a rep range of say six to 10, what I would like you to do is work between that rep range, but ideally you really want to push yourself with the weights. So if you've got four sets and it's six to 10, you should not be doing 10 reps by set four. That means that you've not pushed yourself enough. Okay. If I was doing six to 10, my first set would be 10 reps, but my second set, I'm looking to be really feeling challenged by eight reps. Same for my third set. I really want to feel challenged by eight to six, like six to eight reps. And then fourth set, I shouldn't really be getting any more than six reps because it should be that hard. Okay. So when you've got a range, 
you're at the top of the range at the start of the sets, but on fourth on the fourth set, you should not be still doing 10 reps. I always say on set one, if you get 10 reps, add to the bar. If set two, you get 10 reps, add to the bar again. If set three, you get 10 reps, add to the bar again. And then next week, you need to start at a much heavier weight because you started too light. Okay, so you should be moving down the reps as the weight gets heavier. So I, it's it's better to work down the reps, okay? So that doesn't mean just do six easy reps. It should be fucking hard for six reps. You should be fighting for those six reps, okay? You should be fighting for the 10 reps on set one. You should be fighting for those t- eight to 10 reps on set two. You should be fighting for the six to eight on set three. And you should be really fighting for those six on set four, okay? So... Um, when you've got a range, you don't want to stay at the top range. You want to make sure you're challenging yourself within that range. I hope it makes sense. And then the second question is, if you've got a big gap in your weights and you're struggling to progress, this is really common in Y raises, in lateral raises, in shoulder presses, in bench presses. So I would slow the movement right down. Okay. So you will meet your sticking point on lateral raises. I have, I've got to six kilo and I've been at six kilo for absolute ever. Six kilo feels easier than it used to. Now I add in like a two second pause and then slowly down. Okay. So that's what I want you to do. So if you are at a little sticking point and the next weight is too heavy, slow the movement right down, get even stronger with that lighter weight. So for example, on a shoulder press, it would be pushing up, but then coming down really, 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 really slowly. Or you can add in uh, to sit down on your shoulder press on Y raises. It's adding in that pause right at the top and then slowly, slowly, slowly lowering down. Just slow the movement right down. Stick with that same weight and just keep doing that. Keep going slow. Keep going slow. Eventually, you'll be able to progress to the next weight. Just so you know, seven key 7.5 kilo on a y raise is really heavy and i haven't met anybody who does that in my gym we all do two and a half to five kilo <laughs> even me um so don't get frustrated on all not all movements will you progress all of the time like i said on lateral raises i've never got past six kilo because when i go past six kilo my whole body moves obviously these are very small muscles for a y raise and a lateral raise they're very small muscles so, and it's much better to move the weight well than to move a heavy weight, okay? That's very important. It's much better to move it well with a nice, st- still, strong body than it is to use loads of momentum and rep them out. We want to be focusing on quality reps. If that means you stay at five kilo for six months, you stay at five kilo for six months. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a tiny muscle that you are working. It will take longer to progress on. Don't get frustrated, okay? Um. So someone else asked, I want to do, this is the last question, by the way, girls. Um, I want to add in some cardio alongside workouts and walks. Would you say 15 minutes of skipping a few times a week would be impactful alongside my deficit or should I do more? Um, skipping is something that I enjoy. It can easily do from home. Um, okay, so what's the reason you want to do more cardio? Is it, for, is it to burn more calories or is it to improve your cardiovascular fitness? If it is to burn more calories, I'm going to say don't bother and don't do it because it's actually not as beneficial as what you would think. Um, so, but if it is to improve your cardiovascular fitness, by all means, do a couple of 
sessions of 15 minutes of skipping if that's what you want to do but that's just because you enjoy it and you want to improve your cardiovascular fitness if you're doing it because you think it's going to speed up fat loss you think it's going to speed up weight loss then you're doing it for the wrong reasons and therefore you can just fuck it off and not do it because it's pointless because a lot of the time when we increase our energy expenditure for example by doing more cardio most people do more running thinking that it's going to help them lose more weight but in fact it doesn't it just increases your appetite and it makes you eat more which makes it harder to stay within your calorie deficit which actually slows weight loss down okay so more cardio is not always better if you are trying to do more cardio because for example you're training for a run or you want to improve your cardiovascular fitness that's totally different but just know that when you when you increase cardio your appetite will increase you make dieting harder and you'll move less day to day so sometimes it's not beneficial if you are doing your 10k steps a day and you are doing my workouts you are going to be improving your cardiovascular fitness anyway, because we do do bits of cardio, even though you think that you're not, I do sneak it in there. We do supersets. We do add in uh, like triceps and ladders and things like that to get that heart pounding. And that like that is for your heart health. That's the extent of what you need alongside your steps. You don't need to be doing additional cardio. So if you're doing it to bear more calories, if you're doing it to lose more weight, then the answer is no, I would do it because it's going to make it harder to stay on your diet. Um, or potentially would make it harder to stay within your diet. But if it's something that you just enjoy doing, there's no harm in it. Um, just know that maybe your appetite will increase. You might need to eat a little bit more uh, and you might find that weight loss actually slows down as a result. Um, the, the way that I program is the perfect blend. Um, we do strength training. There's bits in there to improve your cardiovascular fitness and you do your 10K steps. The way that I, the way, the reason that I teach in that way is because that is the way that is going to manage your energy the best. Um, it's going to mean that you're not too overly hungry all the time while you're in your deficit. It's going to mean that you actually can, you know, feel good and well sustained and not constantly starving and struggling through the diet. So there's a reason why I program the way that I do. If you want to do more, by all means, do more. But if it's to burn calories, then you're doing it for the wrong reason. It needs to be because you enjoy it or because you you just want to do more cardio. Okay. Um. So that is everything from me for today. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for your patience with me this week. Um, honestly, I had a meltdown when, when I couldn't do this on Monday. Um, so I was really happy that I was feeling better yesterday and felt good enough to do this again today. And I didn't do, I didn't have a coffin fit, which is amazing. Although I really need to go and blow my nose loads now. Um, if you are listening to this on the podcast and you're not currently a member of the Confidence Club, then send me a DM because we are taking new members. If you need anything from me, girls, you know where I am. Just drop me a message in the group chat. I will see you all soon. Bye.